In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. My co-host Jack Duffin. Jack, how are you, mate? I'm good. I was, it feels weird to be doing this so late in the day when usually silly o'clock. You're ringing me. What's gone wrong, buddy? Well, um, I've come all the way down to Cornwall in England. Um, it was a five-six hour drive, so I decided to uh, get on the road nice and early. Get down here, lots of time. Set my computer up. Get ready to watch the Browns and. Everything was going so well until end of first quarter, I actually fell asleep, mate. So uh, um, nothing to do with the Browns' performance at this stage. This was just purely because I was so tired. Uh, no worries, buddy. We always have them days. But uh, got up, you've watched the game now, and uh, we're all good to go. Yeah, good o'clock. So it's now um, about nine o'clock here in the UK. So um, you guys in Cleveland are sleeping. And... Um, it was okay, Jack, I would say. It was it had some good points, we had some bad points. Uh, obviously, we didn't win, but I, I know that affects me more than it affects you. Yeah, I don't really care about pre-season. Uh, we could lose all the games and I'd still be happy. Um, I think the big positive takeaway from yesterday was it's our starting defence. They were phenomenal. Really bright start. In four series... The Browns' defence allowed 22 yards and no first downs on 12 plays. That is quite something. It's really good to see them performing at a high level. What wasn't as good was the starting offence. Um, they had some good runs, and I think that was sort of the message they wanted to send from the start. But the passing game was poor. We, Tyrod Taylor, four completions in seven attempts and only 22 yards. And I think... That is sort of the highs and lows we're going to see from Tyrod Taylor. Some games we're going to see what he was doing last week, and then some games you're going to see stuff like this where he struggles to make the pass completions. And personally, after what we saw Teddy Bridgewater do in his preseason game, I'd much rather if we'd have grabbed Teddy Bridgewater, as I was calling for at the time, and we could have used that pick on another position where we needed it. Mate, we can't keep uh, looking at the pass, mate. If we keep on looking at the past, we wouldn't have taken uh, Coleman Corey in 2016. Well, I said that on a podcast last week, so uh, I'll keep looking back until they make me the GM of the Browns. Mate, it's all about the forward, mate. We've got what we've got. Let's let's use what we've got and go forward. We can't control the past. Well, if, if we look forward, let, let's look at my two sort of standout players I'd go in that first quarter. I'm looking at Brian Body Calhoun. Good old BBC, and also Avery. I thought he had some great flashes. Um, he's so diverse. He's he's a linebacker, but he does a bit of everything. He's a bit like Kendricks. Um, for me, the way Williams uses him, they're mostly they're on there to rush the passer and just cause absolute havoc. Uh, Avery even got a uh, sack when he wasn't even on the pitch. Uh, the commentator gave it to uh, Ogun Joby. Yeah, no, it was funny watching uh, 
the commentators slightly struggle a little bit, but it's going to happen. It's pre-season. Everyone's a little bit ropey. So uh, it's all positive. Um, uh, Fowl's got a uh, catch as well. It's quite a, brings another dimension to his game. I was quite impressed with that. Yeah, it's one of them that you're not going to rely on him to make several catches, but a couple of plays here and there. It's worth giving him that because defenders might not take him seriously, think, oh, he's just blocking. And then uh, he turns off for them little sort of five to ten yard plays. Um, but no, I, th I think there was obviously the positive of the run game, um, and it wasn't a bad first quarter. There was the first drive was great, and then it started stalling and didn't really go anywhere. And it's going to be a worry that we don't have that. But the thing is, with Tyrod Taylor, you've got a great chance of winning if your defense is a top sixteen, top twelve, top ten. And I think after last night's performance, I've got a little bit more hope for that. He did seem to overthrow it quite a lot last night. Yeah, he's, he's one of them quarterbacks. He, he is what he says on the tin, so it's not going to be amazing, but he's he's going to do enough that if your defence is good, you can win, so I'm happy with that. Do you notice when uh, Josh Allen came on, the defence went all deep and then he just kept on playing it really short? Yeah, I thought I thought Josh Allen actually surprised me. He, he did some very nice things. I don't know if it's because he was just... Uh, in the backdrop of McCarron, who was absolutely awful, or he was actually quite good, but no, he he, he did some promising things. The The defence was sh shocking. I don't know what Greg Williams is doing. He promised us the end of the angel position of whoever the free safety is, lining up 120 yards away from the line of scrimmage, but they were back yesterday, just absolutely ridiculous. So at times I was looking at the match and I was going, we've only got 10 players on defence. What on earth are we doing? And then five minutes after the play's happened, you've got the free safety running in to tackle a guy that is halfway down the field. And it was just madness. Get him up. Anything sort of more than 20 yards, it's just it's stupid. I thought Kindred had a good game. Yeah, I thought both of our strong safeties, whether it's Kindred Peppers, um, I'd need to go back and watch it some more to see how often they were both on. But they were both making plays and doing things. And I think if you had to look at a pair of our players that caused the most havoc, a starter and depth player, I think strong safety might be your number one position there. Yeah, just staying on the positives at the moment, I thought um, looking a bit of depth into our squad, I thought um, my man uh, Mike Jordan had a good game. I thought it was okay. Made one good play. Um, I didn't, I didn't see much. I think two plays. I think he, he nearly got a, um, he nearly got a fumble and uh, he looked quite good. He made quite a good defensive move on. Um, thought the Bills were in the end zone and yeah. I think he uh, put quite a lot of pressure on uh, one of their wide receivers. No, I, th I definitely thought there were some positives there. Um, just another couple of people in third quarter. Chris Smith looked very good, made some plays. I think he's going to be a valuable player. I think we'll see. Where more. was he? Where was he playing uh, mainly in the in the game? Off the top of my head, I saw him do most of the good stuff off the end, but I'm sure he'd have dropped in at defensive tackle sometimes and um, made some plays. Uh, Kevin could Devin, my boy, Devin Kajuice, the number one juice on the uh, Cleveland Browns roster, made some uh, positives and did some nice things. Um, and then one thing that I really, really liked um, was... Baker, he tries his hardest to stay in the pocket, which is hard for a rookie. You see lots of them, they try run out the pocket because they see it collapse. And you're going to get that because 
the second line, O-line, they're poor. And it, when he's playing with the first teamers, that will change. But he stays in there as long as possible. And then when he breaks, he is doing everything within his power to make a completion or throw it away. And sort of the biggest stick fans beat Tyrod Taylor with takes too many sacks because even though he's there or doing things, he doesn't throw it away or doesn't just risk making that play. And I, th I think Baker did really well with that. He was elusive in the pocket and then uh, he threw it away when the play was dead. How would you have rated him out of 10 last night? I would have gone a 6. I think there was some positive signs, there was some bad and he's growing, but it it was okay. It wasn't as good as it was the other day, but it's it's going to go up and down at times. I thought his chemistry with Chubb looked good. Yeah, he, he, he looked good handing off the ball. Chubb was able to make some plays. Um, he sort of, I don't know, the O-line was struggling, but Chubb was doing a couple of bits and pieces, so it was good to see. Um, two players that stood out um, late on, on offense was Willies and Scott. Not players I've really heard anything of. I don't think they make the roster, but they could be really maybe pushing for some practice squad place or something. Um, they were just doing little bits here and there. And then you've got Curry. Um, I can't see him making the roster at middle linebacker. I just think he's got too much depth. But it's one of them that if Collins or someone else gets traded away in that room, um, he might be able to make it. But I think he's in a solid position, um, depending on how long he's been in the NFL, of making the um, practice squad. I'm happy with uh, Callaway and Higgins. I thought they made their catches and uh, uh, did well. I'm guessing you're not so positive about them. I just I don't think we made enough plays. And if we're looking at Tyrod Taylor averaging, I know it's only four completed passes, but if he's averaging five and a half yards a play, that is not good. You're going to be punting on nearly every set. And people will go, oh, but it averages over 10 um, over the three plays. But that doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of stuff. Quarterbacks that average five and a half yards a play aren't going to be that successful. So um, it was a worry. Um, but it's one of them. We'll see. It's, it's only time, so don't grab too much. But uh, the run game definitely existed, and the defense was great. So there's positives to look at. Um, Burgess was another one in the second quarter. I thought did really well. The only one time, and even though he was able to do it when the um, defense wasn't matched up to the offense, he flipped out to cornerback once, and... He done well there, but he did well in different places. But my fear is, Greg Williams seemed to be keen to put on as many linebackers as possible, and it wouldn't surprise me if we end up with like six starting linebackers on some plays. The way it was going, he was just like, let's just throw some more on there. Let's see what happens. And um, when give, it, give it to my son here, manager. Yeah, when you've got Burgess playing outside linebacker on a play, something's gone wrong. So. We need to be careful of reducing the amount of linebackers because Burgess did well on that play. But if you're going to have, say, an Antonio Brown going up against your fourth or fifth choice linebacker later on in the season, we're going to be giving up big plays. We've got to have um, cornerbacks and defensive backs out there. And he needs to do it now before it's just it's going to get out of control. Um, any other positives or do you want to go on to the... Uh... Rooms for improvement. Um, I've got one one more positive, and I, I want your take on this. The Browns helmets without the stripe. I thought they looked so much better. 
So um, we throw it out there. I'm gonna ask you, and we'll ask our uh, listeners. Do you think they should ever put the stripes back on? Um, I think, mate. I agree. I actually like it. Uh, last night, I thought they looked really good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm saying uh, keep the stripes off, but I'm sure I'm going to upset some uh, old school Cleveland boys with that comment. We'll see. We'll see. We're going to start with some no love. Um, okay, let's move on to the uh, areas to improve. Um, I'm what from my side, O line didn't look, didn't look very good. Yeah, the, the starting O line actually did quite well. It was that second team O line was just so poor. I don't think really any of them look positive. But it's one of them that if one or two people on the O line is having a bad game, it doesn't matter what the other ones are doing. That everyone looks poor. So I think there definitely needs to be something there and a. I think I just think Dorsey will make that move. I think Donald Penn will get signed and uh, via trade with the uh, Raiders. So um, keep an eye out. Here comes a triple day of uh, new people. I reckon it's coming. I, I can smell it. I reckon it's just going to be another three new players in, three players out. We go again. We're the Browns. So who are you looking? Donald Penn? You, you're going to throw Des Bryant in there? Who's going to be your third? Or is it wait and see? Um, yeah, well, for me, uh, wait and see. Uh, and uh, I reckon there could be a big surprise, like someone that's totally off the radar. Um, yeah, someone totally off the radar, I reckon, it's going to be that third spot. We'll see. There's um, one thing I sort of pulled out of last game is I've written it down three times as it annoyed me that much. Flags, flags, and flags. Um, some of them were ridiculous. Um, so I'll be honest, so they aren't as bad as it was because some of these offensive play interference was just nuts. Just drove me mad. It was like nothing happened and suddenly the flags are flying. But it's just another statement of ill discipline in the team, not playing the right way, and that's going to kill you. Uh, yeah, Jeff uh, Janice did, did himself no favours last night. Yeah, I don't know if that was a mixture of overrunning, running into the guy, but yeah, it was it was a mistake. But they were rife through everyone. Um, Landry was making them. It was first team all the way down to the end. Everyone was making mistakes, and uh, it's not good enough. No, um, I thought the uh, punts did well, but special team not so good. Yeah, I think Colquitt now has safely locked on that starting role unless Vogel was injured. I don't think he was listed as injured. but No, he, he, um, I'm sure Vogel um, came on and uh, I think at the start of the second he made a punt. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Okay, I, th- I think the main reason... I'm if like... I didn't, if, mate, if I'm dreaming, you're going to have to edit this bit out, mate. Sorry. <laughs> no, we, we like hot takes, however uh, tired we are. But um, I think the key thing I was looking at is... Each time, and I might be missing one here, that um, Zane or, or other kicker went out to kick. Obviously, Zane, being a Chelsea fan, is uh, our favourite to uh, take the job. Um, it was Colquitt who was holding um, for that kick, I believe. Um, and also, he took the first one. He took a lot of key ones. I, I'm pretty sure, unless something changes and 
they give the uh, Vogel the focus in the next game, I think Holquit makes it. Yeah. Even even to save your three quarters of a million in your cap space? Yeah, it's one of them. Who knows? They seem all behind the scenes with that. But uh, special teams overall, I was really disappointed with. The amount of times they were getting returns, going further than they should be. It was messy. Um, we need to see more. I don't know if it's just because they're trialling a lot of kids um, and seeing sort of everyone on the roster bubble, giving them a go and seeing who's best, which I hope's the case. If a lot of them were our starting um, special teamers, then I think it's going to be another poor, poor year. Yeah, I must admit I'm going to uh, uh, do what Jake Burns recommends now, take my time and break each play down and actually focus on that O-line, see what's actually going on. Uh, being a bit of a armchair fan, I just look in what's going on across the big picture. I don't really study and look at the O-line. So, uh, yeah, that's my next development area is uh, watching the O-line a bit better. Yeah, so last night with the game, I sort of I was going to watch it at home and then my mate said, hi, oh, do you want to come round? And I was like, yeah, why not? Uh, he's got a big projector screen that he's just got. It's 138 inches. So he does, he's not into NFL, but I was like, yeah, I'll come round can watch a film and then we can yeah watch the NFL and he's like alright then and uh, so he loves a little bit of a gamble so he asked me he said look I want an outside bet and a team to back in the AFC and the NFC so um, I thought right give us the odds so some of the teams I ruled out there's no point putting money on the Patriots and stuff like that so I went with the Saints and the Chargers as my outside winners for each conference so um, let's see he, he, he was trying to Say let's put some money on the Browns to win the Super Bowl straight on, and I was like, it's eighty to one. It's eighty to one for a reason. This isn't going to be our year. Give us a year three, four, and five of Baker. I said, put the money on there. You're going to get a good return. But um, Saints and Chargers have been my uh, picks there. I've put them in. They're locked. It's on record, guys. So uh, give me some stick, and then later in the season, if I'm right, I'll uh, give you a bit of stick back. Uh, remember, in the Premiership, uh, Leicester were like. 300 to 1 to win the Premier League and they, they won it mate so uh, um, you never know in these things mate yeah but it's Ranieri versus Hugh Jackson <laughs> when I know I know ok good any other um, uh, negatives or things uh, we can improve on well there's one negative but it's nothing to do with us I am even stronger on the Bills to have the number one overall pick in the draft next year whichever site he was gambling on didn't have odds for the draft yet so um, Elsie would have gone for that so um, keep an eye out guys if, you, if you're in America or somewhere and you can get odds I would go out and bet it Bill's number one pick next year yeah how do you think um, uh, AJ uh, McCarron did um, he, start, he started off quite lively and then uh, I, I think I've read he got injured by uh, Garrett yeah I haven't seen the confirmation but they were talking during the game about a potential hairline fracture so um, if it is, uh, fingers crossed, all the best for the guy. No one wants to see anyone injured. But at the same time, he was awful. Um, he, Hugh's best friend um, getting injured and not having a good game. I bet he was sat there going, uh, if, if only we would have given a second and third for him, then he'd be performing like Tom Brady for us. Um, but <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's not very good. And um, it's quite obvious no one wanted him in the NFL. And he's, 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 not, he's not all that. Mm. All right, mate. Well, let's wrap it up there. Let's keep an eye on the time. Um, what's your plans the rest of the day? Rest of the day, just having a full English breakfast next, and then uh, off to the Chelsea for 
football season is finally here. My first home game at Stamford Bridge. So, uh, no, it's uh, get the season rolling. It's going to be like my 15th, I think it's 15th year now of... Um, 15th or 16th year of going to Stamford Bridge every game and uh, about 20 years of going. So, uh, no, looking forward to it. Going to be on the beers all day. What about you? I'm down in Cornwall, mate, so I'm going to be having, keeping on a food theme, Cornish pasties, some ice cream and relaxing by the seaside. So, uh, very chilled. I would say bring back some uh, Cornish ice cream because I love it so much, but uh, probably melted by the time it gets here. So, uh, no, enjoy. Uh, mate, any other exciting news? You've been having a little tw- uh, tinker with the um, intro music. Yeah, we, we might have dropped an Easter egg in um, again. I don't know if everyone listened to the Easter egg in last show. If you didn't, you need to go back and listen right to the end because uh, we have a little bit of magic. So uh, uh, we're going to drop something in the middle of this podcast. Let's, let us know what you think. Do you want to keep it? Do you want it to be our new intro? Um, guest appearance by uh, Moonbo the Browns. Alright guys, well look, Jack, thank you very much for your time. Apologies I slept through uh, our designated uh, time slot for doing a podcast. And uh, mate, have a great day. And everyone else, thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. All the best guys. Alright, take care guys.